take two. Uh, hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us on uh, Balls and Six, the podcast, late afternoon edition, evening edition, uh, and a winning edition. As uh, ch- we'll, we'll call it the championship edition, as we'll uh, get into that in a little bit. Um, like to welcome those listening in podcast land, and uh, Rich, like to welcome you as well. Uh, yeah, so um, welcome folks watching us from uh, on the YouTube at a later date. Um, as well as those uh, watching us live here on Facebook.com. Uh, make sure to, uh, if you leave a comment while we're on the air here, uh, we'll make sure to give you a shout out at the end of the show or if you just uh, give us a reaction Yeah. Um, as well. Um, so Thank you to J.R. Mitchells for, the, yeah. uh, for letting us know they couldn't hear us and then helping me figure it out afterwards. So Yeah, uh, yeah so thank you. And we'll uh, get so into him a little bit more. Yeah, so we apologize to anybody that got a second notification um, uh, that we were going live again. Yep. Um, so, Mike, since we're running a little bit behind and doing our show a little later than normal, let's just go ahead and get right into it, Mike. So what's the time to do? Roll the intro. That's right. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay. Um, So first thing we do is the poll question every week. This week's finals, the championship round, uh, we have... Last week, Bratz went up against Brisket. Um, not the way I thought it was going to go, and I totally forgot to vote this week. Okay. Wouldn't have made a difference. Um, wouldn't have made a difference. So so what was the final decision, Mike? Five to two in favor of Bratwursts. Probably mm. okay. the biggest upset uh, of our poll questions. And, uh, yeah. So. All right. I... Thank you, Ms. Thank so... you, J.R. Nichols, for letting us know you can hear us, by the way. All right, cool. Um, so I, I went with bratwurst because I think that's more of a more of a food that you that you normally see at a at a tailgate, um, uh, being prepared at a tailgate. As while I prefer brisket, I, I went with the logic. I tried to use the logic when voting of what what you would actually see and eat at a tailgate. Yeah, not yeah. necessarily what I would prefer. Not a bad. Uh, that's so this, not a bad way to do it. All right, so this week we're going to try and have a third-place game because Mike and I kind of need to figure out what we're going to do for the next set of poll questions. So we're going to do our third-place matchup, uh, burgers versus pulled pork, and that's going to go live today at 5.55 p.m. On on 3.5. Nice job. Okay, so big story of the week. Uh, This is probably going to be our biggest story of the week as we talk – this week in Des Moines, Iowa, we had the girls' basketball state finals. Your Esterville Lincoln Central Mighty Midget Lady Basketball team played Monday against Sergeant Bluff Lutton. Beat them 49 to 37. Thursday night, or Thursday afternoon, they played the number one ranked team in the state in Class 3A. 
last year's state champion, Unity Christian. And boy, did they come out victorious. 57 to 44. And Friday night at 8 p.m. on prime time, Iowa Public Television. You could have watched Esterville Lincoln Central go against last year's 4A. You heard that right. They were last year's 4A uh, state champs. Dropped down an entire class and still lost to Esterville Lincoln Central 30 to 44. Esterville Lincoln Central lady ba- ladies basketball team is your champs for Iowa State 3A basketball. Let me give you let me let you know who these uh your starting lineup is. Senior Caitlin Tyndale, captain of the team. Jordan Stokes Kind of the, just a great player. J.C. Anderson. By the way, J.C., four sports she made it to in, she qualified for state in this year. Four sports she participated in state. Haley Stokes, the captain, voted captain by, uh, of the, um, of the All-State championship tournament team as a freshman scored 24 points in the championship game and then Jaden Nichols who we have an interview with by the way Caitlin scored a thousand points this year Jaden also scored a thousand points or scored a thousand points in their careers at Esterville Lincoln Central Jaden also had over 500 rebounds. I had the opportunity to sit down with Jaden and her father, J.R. Uh, Nichols, who is a friend of the show, participates with the show, comments on the show. Uh, great guy all around. Uh, they were able to, uh, they were on the show today, and or, uh, I got an interview with them. Um, so let's listen in and uh, hear what they had to say about the, uh, the, the week. Daddy, daughter, getting to be state champs. How'd it feel? Unreal, believable. It's it's awesome. It's like I'm still in shock. It's just it's an awesome feeling. We're gonna get memories for a lifetime. Yeah. So, thousand points, five hundred rebounds in your career. Daddy gets to watch you do it. Dad, how's it make you feel? The proud. How proud are you at this oh, moment? Very proud. You know, very proud. You know, for her to you know have over a thousand points, and then I think she just hit over six hundred. You know, being down at state too. So it's just, I'm just a very proud father. You know, and she's just watching. You know, being a coach and being to watch her. You know, front row doing the things that she loves to do. It's just been awesome. Jaden, last last game, you got to win the state championship. Win. Win. <laughs> How many people get to say they go out on a win, and not just a win, but for state champion? You, that's how you end your career as a, as a midget. What's the future hold for you? Uh, I don't know, but uh, we're going to go play basketball at Iowa Lakes and see where that takes me. Okay. So, this year, in a snapshot, give me one word that sums up this year for you. Together. Together. Awesome. What's it mean to you? 
It means a lot. I've been playing with these girls since I started playing basketball and with the same coaches, so it means a lot. Okay. Okay. So one final question. Where are you going for dinner tonight? I want steak. <laughs> Dad, how's that sound? That sounds good to me. We're probably going to go to bed like at seven o'clock because we've been we've been lack of sleep all week. Yeah. What time did you get to did you get to bed? Energy and all that. One. That no no no. What time did you actually get to bed? Uh, one. Oh okay. And then I woke up at six a.m. So okay okay. So love to congratulate you guys. Thank you for the interview. Thank you for everything you've done this in your high school career. Uh, you guys have done great. We look forward to uh, celebrating you in your high school or in your college career too. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, so that was J.R. Nichols, friend of the show, um, and uh, his daughter Jaden. Uh, Jaden, a senior, getting to uh, win the state championship, and uh, man, was it great! The 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 energy, even though they were so tired, the energy they brought into the into the field house today as we uh, as we got to go and, and celebrate and uh, join with everybody um, to congratulate them. Uh, one more time, I'd like to say congratulations, girls. Uh, Rich, uh, your thoughts on both the interview and uh, and their accomplishment. Yeah, always great to uh, include the local teams um, in our show. We'll probably have to try and uh, see if we can get that uh, championship photograph onto the kind of like the intro slide that we roll while our intro is plays as well. Uh, since it's a big accomplishment for um, uh, for the city of Esterville, so congratulations to the team and uh, thanks again for the Nichols uh, family for um, for doing probably an, uh, for doing a, a great impromptu inter uh, interview as well. Um, so yeah, so we'll keep uh, so Mike, you have to keep on uh, maybe have to follow what uh, Iowa Lakes, yeah, uh, Iowa Lakes uh, College does as well if. Uh, Yep, we'll definitely uh, as well as we'll the, definitely keep an eye on her career and uh, maybe get some more interviews on her uh, from her uh, later as she uh, as she does great things at uh, Iowa Lakes o over the next few years. So yeah, but you, but you were also mentioning that I mean that they had a freshman get 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 high honors from this team too. So it doesn't necessarily so we might not this might not be the last time uh, you hear of the uh, yeah uh, the ELC. Uh, girls basketball team on the show either yeah so uh also uh sisters Haley and Jordan Stokes uh their dad coaches helps coach coach the team so um hopefully next year at the at another rally we can uh we can get an interview with those two and uh hopefully get them to uh to let us uh let us in on their uh, thoughts on the on next year and uh hopefully back to back but you know great job midgets um and uh yeah so, Rich, do you see yeah. what's coming up next? Um, is it a left turn, Mike? Yes, it is. And what's after that, Rich? It's probably going to be a leather, another left turn. As we head into the NASCAR corner, presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, M Moline, Illinois, down on Fifth Street? Fifth Avenue. Fifth Mike. Avenue. Fifth I always forget. Avenue. Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Moline. Check them out either in person or online on uh, wherever you find or on eBay, they have an eBay store, so check them out. Okay, so to recap, the Wise Power Four Hundred, Rich, how'd it go? And uh, do you want to give a full recap, or are you just going to give the uh, overall recap? Um, well, we'll, we'll we'll give the full thing. Uh, I'll go with the full thing. So your race winner was Kyle Larson, kind of picking up where he left off uh, last year. 
as he was your um, cup champion last year. My pick of Kyle Busch came in 14th after rebounding from some transmission issues. Mike, your pick of Chase Elliott came in 26th place. Yeah, what happened after... there? He was he was doing so good, and then all of a sudden, totally just dropped out of dropped out of the top 10. He was like, yeah, he was up front. Uh, he he got. I know he had some. He got some contact with some people, but man, it was terrible. Yeah. So I mean, for me, I I thought when I saw Kyle Busch having having the rubbing up against the wall and also having the having the engine or transmission issues, that man, it, it's another cause of the uh, the balls and sticks curse on Kyle. And I was gonna we were we were gonna be tied up at one to one going into Vegas this week, but. All of a sudden, I wake up from my NASCAR nap. I see a text from you saying, "Kyle rebounded. Kyle got the got, Kyle got his last got his laps laps back, and Chase Elliott would dropped back in because of an accident." Yep. So Man. that makes it two to zero uh, between the two of us, Mike. As far as fantasy NASCAR goes, we have our standings from Auto Club. The Easers won this week with 205. The Funkhouse came in second with 189. I was third with 168. Dupo, uh, Solomon Stroop came in with 162. And Mike, you brought up the rear again, 125. 123. So, oh, no, I only got 123. I only got 123. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, All right. So Dupo stays in the lead at 365. Mike and I are in fourth and fifth, respectively, still trying to dig out of the dig out of that early hole that we put ourselves in for with low scores out of coming out of Daytona. All right. So, Mike, the boys are uh, uh, headed got a little bit down south from Fontana to go out to Las Vegas. Yep. For the Pennzoil 400. So, Mike, um, you have the honors. My guy, yeah, I have the honors. I'm going to go with Joey Legs, and I'm going to go with uh, Team Penske's Joey Lugano. Okay. Um, I am going to pick, uh, you know, I'm going to pick a, a Las Vegas native. He races for, he races a Toyota. His initials are KB, Kurt Busch. Kirk Bush. Yeah, All Kirk right. Bush. Not not Kyle. I can't pick Kyle. Not to win things. All right. All right. So Lugano is going to be six on the grid. Kirk Bush is going to be going toward the back of the back of the grid as he's going to be starting from the thirty first position. It's all right. It's all right. It's not ma- it doesn't right, matter so where you start. It matters where you end. That is correct, Mike. So uh, you can catch that race at three two thirty Central Time over on Fox. And uh, once again, that was the NASCAR Corner presented, as always, by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Fifth Avenue Moline, or look them up on their eBay store for all your sports memorabilia or collectible needs. Okay. Uh, so, Mike, let's keep uh, turning, making left turns, and let's go over to the baseball diamond as there's some news. Yeah. Not necessarily good news, but news coming out of the. MLB this week yeah. as we got an update on the negotiations. So I will say we're going to go a little bit. In, we're going to dive into the weeds on this one. 
Uh, last week, uh, heading into negotiations, we, like, during Saturday, the headline news that the owners were trying to get out there was, oh, the uh, the reps are showing up in their Lamborghinis and they're showing up in their uh, their nice cars and $1,000 watches and blah, blah, blah. And the owners are putting this out there. Obviously, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they say, oh, this is how much they're losing a day. But, uh, and I don't remember, was that on Facebook that I sent that to you? I sent that to you in a, in a yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to find that. So, the MLB, uh, oh, man, I, yeah. So, Max Scherzer, the highest paid player in the league, uh, if games are canceled, are going to play, or he's going to lose $232,000 per day. There's some dollars and cents in there, but that's roughly what he's going to lose per game. Canceled game. Now, here's the thing. Minimum, this is what the league is putting out. This is what they're putting out. But this is also why the Players Association um, is uh, is arguing, and, and this is a big deal, really, Um if they go with the MLB Players Association, the league minimums, uh, each player that plays on a minimums contract will lose $4,166.67 a game. That's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, but if we go with the MLBs, they're going to lose 3400 $40.86 a game. Now, that doesn't sound like a big difference, but multiply that by 162 games? That's huge. That, oh, man. So both sides are losing money with each... Oh, yeah. Series or game that the commissioner has to come out and make a public statement saying, well, because we don't have a deal in place, we're going to cancel this many games. And this week's announcement was that the first two series of the regular season would be canceled. So, And as of now, they are not going to be made up either. So the best case scenario for baseball season this year is 156 games. Yep. So here's the deal. Um, and, and there's people arguing, uh, I'm sick of millionaires fighting billionaires. That's fine. You could be sick of that. But just to give you an idea, that is per game, $725 and 81 cents. You know what that is over an entire season, Rich? Um, I've got, I got a feeling you were doing the math. So what, what did it come out to Mike? One hundred and seventeen thousand five hundred and eighty-one dollars and twenty-two cents. That's how much the 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 MLB is trying to take away guys, take away from guys playing on the league minimum. Hmm. That's man. I, yeah, so, I mean, several top-name players have come out voicing their opinions on it. Mike Trout yeah, um, has already said, I mean, I want to be out there playing baseball. It's what I love to do. 
but we've got to get a good contract because it's not we're I'm not just we're not I'm not looking out for myself. I'm also thinking for the players that are coming after me. Yeah, so, and and when you talk about these minimums, like those are the those are the guys that this matters for. It also matters how long arbitration is. How long before you can arbitrate? Last when they were arguing about player safety over COVID protocols and all that, I was on the I was on the owner's side. I tended to be on the owner's side that time. Now, not so much. Pay the players. By the way, you made you you made a great argument in in conversation that we made last week. That uh, some news has come out that uh, makes one argument for the owners uh, kind of a moot point. Are you not remembering what you said? No, I don't remember what I said. What was that? There was a team that's uh, publicly traded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a the Atlanta Braves. Yep. Had to release their earnings. Yep. Uh, had to release their earnings because they are a publicly owned company owned by Liberty Liberty Media, and I didn't read the entire article, but it, being a uh, Cub Cub centered um, fan blog, they made the comment of, "Well, maybe baseball ownership is is profitable." It and is. You always hear Tom Ricketts talking about how we we need to control our spending, and or we only got so much money. And probably most of that's due to his financial investments in the Wrigleyville area to make it, yeah, um, to improve the neighborhood and everything around the ballpark, which is great, by the way. It, it doesn't have no, the I... same vibe that it did maybe ten years ago with a lot more restaurants and yeah, it's... restaurants and hotels in the area that weren't there before. It feels less like a neighborhood and more a like neighborhood a ballpark. It, yeah, it feels more like a, a tourist area. It always had been a tourist area, but it always felt like a neighbor. You were going into a neighborhood. Now it's, yeah, it's a place for tourists to come. Exactly. I mean, now you you walk into Wrigleyville. They they have a big old hotel, the Zachary Hotel, which has kind of feeling kind of feels like a little bit some chain restaurants around there, like the like the Starbucks coffee and um, like the Cubs front offices are are in plain sight. Are, are in plain sight there they have a building there as well as the team a team store to where it's almost like they're trying to get you to shop at their team's big team store instead of going to like wrigleyville sports which is right there on the corner away from the front gate or i didn't know they, that i didn't know that they put in a hotel by the way i haven't yep, been there, there is since a they, hotel across the street put the and hotel in. gone yeah, gone is the, the, the you can still get a good cheap meal before going into the ballpark like at a McDonald's, but you have to go inside of the hotel to get that instead of having like the Taco Bell. And I think, but I think they did put a Taco, the Taco Bell is back in the Wrigleyville neighborhood now. Okay, is is is, is the best burrito that you can get in uh, Wrigleyville still there? Yes, okay. El Burro is still there, I believe. It's Thank been a while Lord. since I've been up to Wrigleyville. I'm hoping to... Uh, get up to a game if they have games this year. So, Rich, um, how much do you think it costs if you if we were going to go up and stay in the Zachary this weekend? How much do you think it's going to cost for for two queens? Have to be, we're going to do two queens. To, if I had to guess, it's non baseball season. 
I'd still think it'd be above 200 bucks a night. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a guess on on where in the 200 range or above the 200 range? Okay, if if I'm if I'm needing to get more specific, I'm going to go to 256. Darn close, Rich. <laughs> so the room itself, the room itself goes for 22442. Mm. But then And that doesn't include any of your city taxes. Your city you or US or all of those taxes and fees. $39.05 worth of taxes and fees, bringing the grand total to 265. 70, oh, 47. Only for 47. 10 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Um, but that, that could have got that couldn't got me up on the stage if that was a price if we were playing prices right. Yeah, you probably would have gotten uh gotten up there. By the way, that's only two guests. Let's see if it, if I put it up to four guests because I, I I only put two guests. I figure if you and I are going and we're sharing a room, we're gonna have to bring our wivey wives. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. boop, now, boop. don't get me wrong. There, there sound. There seems to be. I've looked at what restaurants you could visit there out that are on property there, and they. <laughs> It looks like some great restaurants, but... Oh, wait. That was the it, member price. Wow. Oh. Oh, man. I, I didn't... So if the four of us, with Grace, wanted to go to a game... four sixty eight They have a member's price. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And this is... It, no it's it's part on. of... It's By the way, it's part of Marriott. Oh, okay. And it's a Sunday okay, into so... a Monday, by the way. That's a Sunday into a Monday. Not a weeknight. That's not tonight. That's not a weekend. And I bet you that does also doesn't include a parking spot if you drove in. Um, da, da, da. um learn more. I, I didn't look. I'm sure it doesn't. No. I'm, that, I'm sure that's an extra fee if you want to park in there. Probably, I'm guessing... I'm guessing with that place, it's got to have an underground garage for guests. I would hope so, but I don't see anything for parking there. But that's crazy. So I, I got, I'd have to agree with you, Mike. I'm always got to be on the player side as well. I mean, yeah. Because I mean, the other th- thing that came out was Jason Hayward and a couple other players made comments of this is what the owners wanted all along. Oh, I don't as, doubt it. Because to delay the season because they feel that April games are a deficit or are the the ownership groups count that as a loss. Yeah, and I can see that the cold weather games. How would for most teams, including the Cubs, even when they're playing well, opening days sellout, sellout best big game of the year to be at, but After middle that. of April middle of April or even game two, there was a significant drop in the standing in, yeah. in the attendance figures Yep, by people physically attending the game. Maybe not by having tickets bought, but not attending. Yeah. Big difference for most of any team Yep, from opening day to probably even into Memorial day. You'd say when the weather starts getting warmer, but I just want baseball rich. I know. I, I really I, want baseball too. I just want some baseball. Is that too much to ask? Yeah. Tune in the ESPN Plus. You can even watch you can watch college baseball as their season's going on. Yeah. Uh college baseball started. Uh ESPN Plus gets a lot of games. I haven't had a chance to view any of those. Yeah. Um, but I'm still holding out hope we're gonna have a season. So 
I, and with the new job that I got, I'm, I could start, I could listen to ball games at, at my work now. Awesome. With the way things go. Baseball. So that's their baseball. We want All baseball right. has been very, very good to me. All right. So hopefully we got good news to bring on the MLB front on next week's show. Um, but if anything, 156 is better than no baseball. And so, so I'll take a, I'll take a 156 game season. I'd rather have 162 and who knows, maybe within the negotiations, they will figure out a way to, they'll figure out a way to make up those games. But uh, we'll have to see. So, Mike, let's go ahead and go into our, uh, into kind of like our quick hits. And you added something, the L.A. Lakers failure. So we don't really talk too much NBA. So let's go ahead and go with it. Okay. Got? So I've watched a little bit this year. I've also gotten to, I mean, I li- I've been listening, I listen to, to sports talk nearly obsessively, it seems like. Um, but the, the L.A. Lakers this year have done nothing they're they got swept by the clippers this year they may might limp into the uh playoffs get into that play-in game now some of the concept has been they brought in uh they brought in russell westbrook to carry a bunch of the load so that uh lebron could could you know uh What's what's the word I'm looking for, Rich? Take a secondary, yeah, secondary yeah. role on he could, the team a little bit he more. He could manage his uh he, he could have some time management, some rest. He could take breaks. That hasn't worked out for him. Uh Anthony Davis hasn't been able to stay healthy. Yeah. This year he's been on and off the court. And and the whole idea is, well, we just gotta get LeBron gets to the playoffs and then he turns into Le- playoff LeBron and blah blah. Yeah, but it's not a switch. As much as we all want to think that LeBron has a switch that he just flips, it's not. It's a process. And yeah, he's actually had to play a lot better, and he's not playing terribly, but he's this year is proving that LeBron cannot put the entire team on his back, carry it, and I don't think he's gonna. I mean, I hope he proves me wrong. I really do. But he's not gonna. I don't think there's a way he's gonna win the championship this way. No, I, I don't think the Lakers are gonna win the championship either with the way they're playing. So then, what are we um, doing? Then, I, I mean, the the Lakers don't do it. It's just it's amazing to see the the deficit they've put themselves in. The lack of of passion at times that's the thing like games that i've seen and and again a lot of the games that i watch are highlight i I watch a lot of the highlights of games and stuff uh Mm -hmm. it's quick it's quick you can watch a couple highlights on your lunch break blah 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 but you're sitting there and you they, they don't look like a team that that's ready to, to for playoffs. They don't look like they're playing with the passion that they need in order to be the champions. I saw 14 girls march into a into a 
a, a basketball court today and own the room and light the room up with excitement. I bet they, I bet you put them in, in the, uh, it's not the Staples Center anymore. What is it again? Crypto. Crypto.com uh, something. Yeah. The crypto.com center, I think is what it is. Yeah. You put them in the, you put them in there. They're going to bring that place to its feet. The Lakers energy they're bringing in. You can't hardly, I, you can't hardly get me to watch it. Let alone bring me to my feet at a game. That's not how you win championships, Rich. No. So, so if you're the Lakers, do you? I. I mean, mean we're at the point where I think I've heard point. I mean, you're stuck with Russell Westbrook because yep. of the contract that Houston or OKC gave him. Yep. Um, so he, you're going to have to trade away a lot of assets to get him off your team. Yeah, it's. Do you trade away Anthony Davis and hope to get enough back in return, or do you do the unthinkable and trade LeBron? So LeBron came out was it two weeks ago and said, "I'm playing with my last year is going to be playing with Bronny, his son." Yep. And we kind of discussed that uh, last the end of last week. Yeah. So so let's circle back. It, does LA say fine? I mean, I think they have his contract through that year, through the year that LeBronny should be eligible at this point. So let's say, does LA say okay? Who wants him? Who's going to go draft Bronny? We'll trade you, or do they go after Bronny? Is it worth going after Bronny? Bronny's games, he doesn't, he doesn't excite me. He does not have the skills of his father. He is no. That's what I've heard as well. I mean, he's not. You're not getting LeBron James. You're getting. Uh, he's not as talented as as people are are bringing him up to be. He's you're getting famous. A, you're getting a copy. When you look at a copy machine, every time you make a copy, you let's say you make a let's say I take these notes, I put it on a copy machine. They're not going to be as nice as this original. And you know what happens if I pull that copy off and make a copy of it? It looks worse. And if you keep doing that, eventually it becomes unrecognizable. That's just the way that, that it works. And that's kind of where we're, that's what we're seeing with Bronny. He is not, yeah. he is not to the level of his father. Do I think he has the potential to be an NBA player? Yes. Do I think truly what he needs to do is sit on, sit in the G league for like five years? Probably. The I, NBA I is, that the NBA I mean, is, if anything, if anything, is he good? If you're, if you hold the number one pick, do you yeah. take Bronny James just so you could have LeBron James for one or two years? But before he retires, if you watch this year, so last year you started seeing chinks in the the LeBron James armor. This year you're seeing holes in it. What's next year going to look like? By the way, Bronny's still not eligible to get into the league next year so that's yeah, yeah, the he, year after one year that's right so it, you're, you're gonna have two years so i think Le, i think lebron has one year left on his contract is he gonna have any year. is he gonna have any armor left when it comes time for him to play with Bronny? is he gonna be is he gonna be the guy that you're excited about at 40 years old 
Or are you just going to sign him to a league minimum and say, hey, that's I, you're not worth this, but we'll give you league min- veterans minimum and we'll pick up your son because we need to put butts in seats because that's, to me, what it seems like it's going to be. Okay. Do you see the be- – for me, I almost want to know I, – I almost could see – the James family saying, well, I, I don't pick my son. Just like with Kobe Bryant did with, uh, with Charlotte. With yeah. Charlotte, when they drafted him, is that, no, we're not going to play here. I only want to play for LA. So that way LeBron can sign a one-year deal with LA. So it might I, happen. I don't like another it. team. I don't think it's, it's the right move. Um, I think if you're, Bronny James, you're excited to just get picked. Yeah, I think it's going to put anybody that's drafting in that that's drafting in that round into a tough situation. Did they pick the best player available, or did they pick Bronny James? I'm not picking Bronny. LeBron. I'm not. Pi- LeBron's already come out and said that I'm going to sign and I'm going to play. I want to play with my son. But do you last year? Do you want him to play? Last year in the league. Do you want him on your team? Right now, you're a GM. You are a GM. You have the number one pick overall. Do you do you want LeBron for next year after seeing his performance this year? I don't, but mostly because I don't think LeBron. I don't. From what I've seen, from what I've read, it doesn't sound like Bronny James is going to be a number one overall caliber player. But even if so you even if you take that out, even if you take that out. Is he worth the whatever million that he is? Right now, I I don't think he is. Because I want to know if I'm getting LeBron James the player or if I'm getting LeBron James the dad. the, The wannabe front office guy that says, all right, well, I'll sign with your team, but you've got to get players X and Y, X and Y too, to come play on this team. Yeah. Because I want to win. Yeah. Because that's how Anthony Davis and Russell Wilsbrook are Lakers is yeah. because that's who LeBron wanted. Yeah. So I wonder if he if he's gonna view that if so I wonder if you're a team that's probably gonna be picking first because you have the worst record in the league and you win the lottery. Is LeBron gonna sign with that team? Is he gonna be or worth is gonna be is he gonna help the is team he enough? Be worth it? Yeah. Or is it going to be a situation of, no, I, I want to play for this team. And, oh, by the way, I, you, you know that I, I said I wanted my son to play for that team? So, yeah. So you're going to trade him to this team. Yeah. You're I, going to trade him to the team that I'm going to play on. I think it's going to be ugly no matter what it is. And I don't – I hope that he doesn't uh, He doesn't do it. I just – I don't know. It's going to be ugly no matter what. But I just thought it was a interesting yeah. question uh, to see how bad they're failing this year, even though they have – Probably five of the five of the top fifteen players on their team. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great, great players, but and especially great players all time. They have some of the best all time teams. So uh, USFL getting sued. Why? What? What the huh? USFL? Yeah. And who's suing the them, USFL. Rich? The former owners and general. So you're saying former... the USFL is suing the USFL? Kind of. Okay. Let's 
I'll yeah, have you break it, it down the for me. Former USFL. Um, Got to get to that over on the link, sorry. Yep. Foreign, the former former owners. team owners and executives from the original USFL are suing Fox, Fox Sports to halt the launch of the new spring football league with the same name, alleging the new USFL is inappropriately using the old league's branding. Yeah, and and I didn't realize that it was all like they were using all of the same stuff, and I it's gonna be interesting to see. I I mean they apparently had trademarks, and uh, so they they're alleging trademark infringement. Um, I did not realize that Fox Sports was making Enroads was one of the and, larger and, and shareholders was a shareholder of the league. Um. I mean, so, it, yeah, I mean, you're going to – and this, the games are starting in April. There's already – they've well, maybe, already been running, maybe. running promotional stuff. Are they going to be allowed to? Like, that's the question. Or are they going to just – are they going to have to give ownership to the ownership group that formerly owned it too? And that – I mean, yeah. By the way, wasn't uh, a former president – a current former president – an investor in the USFL? Yeah. Um, president Donald Trump, now President Donald, uh, former President Donald Trump owned the New Jersey Generals. And huh. if you watch the 30 for 30 on it, small potatoes, it kind of outlines when Trump got involved with the league, that's when it started going downhill because he was the driving force that got them to switch to being a spring league to being playing in the fall and going up against the NFL and he was also the ones that his generals were also one of the teams that overplayed that got signed some big name NFL draft prospects to play for his team in the USFL instead of going into the NFL draft I think Herschel Walker yeah. was one of those players Yeah, I, I'm amazed at yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I wonder if he's part of a lawsuit. I, I don't know. To me, that's a, that's a question. I don't know. I will. We'll have to see uh, how that works and and what's going to go on there. Um, I don't. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to bring him up. I'm not endorsing no. any candidates or anything. It's just he was, and it it would not be something that would be out of the realm of possibilities that he would sue somebody because he wants to get his name out there and stuff. Or I, I don't know. It's just crazy. Um, speaking of spring league sports, um, the XFL, the XFL, what's going on. so the XFL is going to be collaborating with the NFL. How's this going to work? Well, um, the NFL, because the NFL doesn't have a development league, uh, the XFL is saying, why don't we do it for you? So they're, they've reached out. Um, they're they're going to be collaborating with uh, the NFL. Just bl- point blank doing it. Yeah, their collaboration will more focus on forward thinking, physical and mental fitness programs for players. Oh, studying playing services and equipment and the sharing of grain trends and data. They're no by all means getting. They're not getting money for it. Affiliated, no. But, but I think are it's they... a step in the right direction and... for the XFL as an organization because it seemed like Vince, when Vince McMahon was doing it, he wanted to for it to be better than the. We're going to be yeah. better than the 
better than the NFL. It's, and the other thing about it, this is a big one. Here's one for you. Um, I mean, their players have the rights to uh, get signed with the, with NFL teams. Oh, by the way, uh, apparently there's going to be, like, if you get cut from a team, you can also get signed with the XFL is what it sounds like, too. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Uh, they're gonna have they're still gonna have different rules. They're gonna make it slightly different. Um, but uh, man, it's ooh, good. it could, good for them to to get reach an agreement to have a, that could be their ticket to surviving more than one season. Yeah, so uh, they've got the NFL backing them a little bit. Even if it's unofficially or indirectly backing them as a unofficial development league, even if it's to study trends or different ways or pioneering different officiating tools that could uh, see their way of getting into the NFL. Yeah, it's I'm excited for it. Uh, that's what if you're going to be a spring league, you need some sort of tie in with the NFL. And uh, I mean, Dwayne The Rock Johnson did the opening for that that had to have been on his mind. He probably had knowledge that this was coming in the pipeline, which is why he did it for Fox. Um, either that or he just wanted paid. Or Fox and the NFL. I think he did yeah. something similar, but uh, he wasn't on site for that Super Bowl thing. I think he did a video last two years, two years yeah. ago for the Super so Bowl. So either way, it's going to be exciting. Um, I'm putting the over-under on, especially with this lawsuit, uh Three weeks, three weeks that there there will be games before uh, USFL goes bankrupt. Hmm. So, all right, Mike. So let's do this here. Which do we see first? Yeah. An MLB game or a USFL game? Which um, will hit the air first? Do I want or do I think will happen? Think will happen. When is the USFL? We'll go with regular season game. We'll go with regular season game. Two weeks is when we're supposed to have USFL. Three weeks. I think it starts in April. Okay. Three weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna have USFL first. They'll get it. They'll get it figured out. They'll get it figured out and have it that first weekend of April. They'll be fine. So, okay. Um, Rich. Do you want to hit the Frontier League's X-Rating rules real quick and see? Yeah, that's been on the outline for a long time. So uh, supposedly the minor league baseball is not going to be, not will not be affected by the current MLB work stoppage. Yep. As our uh, my our local team, the Quad City River Bands, have announced the season, we are, our season will not be impacted uh, at all, as I don't think any of the current River Bandits are probably on any 40-man rosters, let alone the Major League roster heading into yeah. the season. So their season is going to start on time. Um, but the Frontier League, which is an independent baseball league, announces how they're going to handle extra innings. Yeah. And they're calling it sudden death extra innings rule. Yep. So before the start of the inning, the manager of the home team will decide whether to play offense or defense. The offensive team will begin the inning with a free runner, the previous batter in the lineup on first base, picking up wherever they're scheduled to hit in the lineup. 
The offensive team has three outs to score the runner. If the runner scores, the offensive team wins. If they don't score, the defensive team wins. And supposedly, this is a change from last year in the Frontier League where they did a home run derby style. Extra innings to decide I like extra inning. I like this better. I do like I like the concept of home run derby. I don't know that I like the execution of it. Uh, as a, I think that that's a fun way to do it. I think what you should do is do an extra like five innings, and then go into to the home run derby. But I I don't these rules don't bother me all that much. Yeah, I mean it, it is an independent baseball, it, an independent league. Yeah. So and they got to are... do they have to do something to get people in. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. I mean, if anything, if you choose to be on defense, it's almost like another. You're almost treating it like it's the bottom of the ninth and you're and you lead. So yeah. all you got to do is prevent the other team from winning. It doesn't matter if there's if the bases are loaded and if the bases are loaded or if the or if the uh, or if you got nobody on or just that one runner on. Yeah. So using that strategy. Assuming you have a great closer that you chose not to use yep. in the ninth inning to to go into extra innings, would you throw him in and take your chances that your closer could nail down those last three outs, or do you or do you take the offensive side and say, all right, I got three outs to get to get my ghost runner, my my free runner home? Yeah, I that I mean it brings fun strategy to it, um, so. I don't mind it. Um, I think it. I, they always do fun things in the Frontier League. That's where we get. The, I mean, that's where the the they they already have a pitch timer on it. They have. Um, they aren't they the ones that did the you can steal on any dropped for a year. I think they did that. I don't know if they were. They've done. They've done a few things. They've gotten headlines for. I don't mind it. It's fun. It brings more people to watch. It gets you gets more motivation. So, okay, Rich, we finished an outline today. We did Whole high five. Outline. Nothing, nothing left over. Yeah, and we added two right, things my... at the last minute. Yes, so, Rich, did. people are watching us on Facebook. What should they do if they want to listen to our awesome voices in the car? Uh, you can look for Balls and Sticks, the podcast, wherever you find your other podcasts uh, that you listen to, as we are now on all the popular podcast sites, including iHeartRadio. Yeah, check us out there uh, if that's where you choose to listen to podcasts. Also, folks, if you are listening to us in podcast and you want to see your pretty faces, you can you can check us out on YouTube.com slash Balls and Sticks. We have a channel there. You can watch us there. Or... If you want to participate in the show, like J.R. Nichols, you see him on Facebook as David J.R. Nichols Jr. That's what his handle is. That's why I use it. I genuinely call him J.R. 99.9% of the time, but that's what he is. Um, if you want to be like him and get shout-outs like saying that he thought it was, to, and I quote, very cool, Mikey, great job, that was fun. The, talking about the interview that him and his daughter gave or you want to be like sue hart my mama saying congratulations mighty midgets and get those shout outs you can check us out on facebook.com slash balls and six where you can be a fan turn on those notifications 
listen, uh, subscribe if you're on YouTube, uh, all of those things. You'll get notified when we go live if you're on uh, Facebook, um, and you can uh, join the conversation. And finally, j- uh, just for your information, Rich, J.R. Nichols also says, thanks you, thank you, Balls and Sticks, for giving him and his daughter a platform to, to kind of uh, have that interview and, and get to get to experience what it's like to be on a podcast and be be interviewed once in a while. So, Rich, do you have any personal shout outs of the week? I do not. I do. Awesome. I have a lot. I missed. I should have done all of them last week. It could have been last week or this week. But uh, Sunday, the 27th, Jonathan Hart had a birthday uh, so happy birthday to him. And then February 29th. Yeah, you heard that right. February 29th. My niece was born. So the 28th, we called her and sang the first half a happy birthday. And then the first, we called her and sang the second half a happy birthday. And she gets to celebrate two days because that's what we do for her. And then also on the first, my sister-in-law, Jenna Hart, also had a birthday. Uh, happy birthday to the three of you this week. Uh, great week. Um, and, uh, we did miss last week. I forgot to mention friend of the show, Nick Rice had his birthday, uh, February 22nd, I want to say. So February is a busy week for us. Uh, and then, uh, this week his wife, uh, Brooke also had a birthday. So, or maybe that's next week. I don't remember. It's been a, it, they all have birthdays all around the same time. So, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us, JR and Jaden. Congratulations one more time to the ELC Mighty Midget Ladies uh, for your state championship win. Rich, close out the show for us. All right, Mike, why don't you go ahead and roll the outro? Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. 